0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe.
1: Hello, good morning. Welcome to the latest edition of the Believe and Do podcast. I'm Steve Wiseman from the Raleigh News and Observer, the Duke beat writer for the paper. And I'm joined as always by Sheldon Williams, the landlord. We have a lot to talk about. We have a game to talk about in the ACC tournament. The blue devils played perhaps their best game of the season uh, at the right time to win their seventh in a row, beat Pitt 96, 69 Sheldon. Uh, just what were your initial thoughts on, on what you saw yesterday uh, in the, in the quarterfinals?
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, this is probably the best that we played, you know, uh, just coming out the gate, you know, um, with, you know, Flip having back-to-back threes. Uh, unfortunately, had, like, a little bit of an ankle issue. But, you know, yep. he wanted to come back in the game because, you know, I was like, you playing way too well to start this game. Because, you know, last game that, it, that they played against each other, he had uh, 28 and, I think, 15 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, he was already confident with that. But, you know, the game that was played yesterday, it was so unselfish, you know, which led to the tournament record, you know, 27 assists. Yep. Um, but it was so unselfish uh with, with the way they were passing that ball like it was moving that thing around and people were spiding up shooting wide open shots you know it kind of like you know it felt it felt like one of the old duke teams where everybody was involved everybody was touching it I mean it's this is the fifth game in a row where we had at least four starters with double figure points
1: yeah yeah I mean the balance is there yeah I mean just uh, you know the, the the progress this team has made in six weeks or, you know, from January, really. Right. But um, starting really, you know, the Georgia tech game where they, where you were there and they, and they, they pounded them, but I mean, they, they had struggled before that, you know, they lost the game to Virginia tech and all that. And so to see this come together now in March in the tournament, so Dukes won seven games in a row, 10 in the last 12, uh, up to 24 and eight uh, you know, really playing for, Moving up the seed line now in the NCAA tournament, they they're, they're playing. If they can win the ACC championship, there's a chance they could stay in Greensboro now, uh, and get the, get that slot ahead of Virginia, maybe. And we'll talk about that as this goes on a little bit. But uh, I do want to remind everybody as we talk about brackets and everything uh, about the sponsorship of the of the Believe in Duke podcast with is BetOnline.ag. Uh, they've been a sponsor for a while now. We appreciate their support. Um, and uh, you know, as we get ready for March Madness, you certainly want to. Get ready for NCAA tournament. Uh, keep Bet online in mind because they are your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. Everything from pro and college basketball to UFC, and MMA, and more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup, info, player news and game trends at bet online with live betting options, free contests, live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable bet online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. Uh, The start yesterday for the Blue Devils, yeah, you mentioned it, scored the first 12 points. Just came out and, you know, I talked to the guys afterwards. uh, They wanted to punch him in the mouth. You know, I think that's what they described it as. Instead of waiting for somebody else to punch, which happened in some games this year. They were going to deliver the first blow, and uh, they just took control of that game. And then they started the second half with another 12-0 run to go from 16 up to 28, and it was over, you know. Just really, this team's confidence is just through the roof right now.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, the way that they started this game, you know, start off with flip with the back-to-back threes, and he goes out, and then we had a situation where, where do we go from here? Mm -hmm. And the rest of the players are like, no, we're sticking with the game plan. And they wind up going, you know, 12, you know, before, you know, pit scores to the first points. And the fact that they still believed in the game plan that was being presented to them by the coaching staff, that we got to share the ball. We got to play defense. We got to get out and go, you know, this is something that this is who we are, you know, now that we all are healthy, this is who we are. And then now we got to, you know, be more of a routine. And we start seeing that, you know, it's crazy how we have two, uh, 12 and 0 starts, you know, at the beginning of the first half and the beginning of the second half, which is you know, crazy because that I'm sorry, uh, that, yeah. that, very, that very rarely ever happens, you know. Like, I was <laughs> uh, like, um, really, it was 12 and 0 this first time and then 12 and 0 again. Like, yeah, is this planned? Like, boom, boom, right? <laughs> to right, right, left right, to right. Yeah. And
1: uh, and this was against you know, a, a good team, Pittsburgh, go to the NCAA tournament. This wasn't you know. Georgia Tech or whoever, you know, the, the Notre Dame or Louisville, the bottom lap of the conference, this is against a really good team. And they did this away from Cameron. We've talked a lot about how they're undefeated at home. And uh, they, they had some wins on neutral courts, right? They beat Xavier out in Portland and Iowa in the garden. So uh, it's not like they haven't done it on neutral courts. But, again, this was away from home. And to play with that kind of confidence uh, is really a good sign. You know, Jeff Capel, uh, Pitts coach after the game, mentioned that, uh, you know, Duke's such a good rebounding team. And the first time they played, you know, Duke had 24 offensive rebounds. And so that was a big concern for cable was we can't let that happen. So they tried to kind of collapse in the middle and got guys in the lane. And then Duke's, you know, nailing three pointers left and right. And he's like, look, when they're doing this, they, they can't, nobody's going to beat them. Like, you know, they're going to be hard to beat. And so that's the exciting thing too, is, you know, he had a kid, he had a plan. he, Obviously, Jeff knows kind of what John's going to do, right? I mean, there's some familiarity there for sure. And they still couldn't stop him. So, wow, that bodes
0: well. Yeah, yeah, it definitely does. I mean, uh, it was so many times this year we have said that we wish we can get both our offense and defense clicking at the same time. You know, it was very rare that it was happening. But now that we put a game together from start to finish, you know, it was crazy um, having – hearing that now that – uh that makes sense, I guess, because Flip had twenty-two points and no rebounds. I was like, how "Yeah, do you, how do you go with no rebounds? Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, not not even one. I mean, you're a big guy, you know, you right four to one, you know, like <laughs> that, that type of thing. But uh, he had no <laughs> rebounds, and then he went you know resting you know, for the majority of the game because he didn't play that much. I mean, he came in, then sat out for a little bit with the ankle injury, came back and uh, missed his first shot, but then when he saw the basket go in underneath the layup. He had another three and then he started, you know, started going again. Yeah. And then, you know, he wound up sitting out and resting his foot and everything, because you know, still got you know, hopefully another two more days for us to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the fact that we had <laughs> we had this um this presence about about us, you know. Um, like you said, you use the word confidence. I don't see anybody more confident outside of flip than Proctor. Proctor yes. He looks confident. This is his first, I'm sorry, his second time of his career having a double-double game. And I think he wound up having, um, i put it down, 11 points and 10 assists and only had one turnover. Right. As a team, we only had eight turnovers as as a team. Again. Another another single-digit turnover game for us. So it's it's funny how it relates to our wins when we have single-digit turnovers and all of a sudden, and high assists, and all of a sudden, look at our our um, you know, the, our, our points, you know, uh, deficit between our the opponent and our team. Yes. And the fact that you know we wind up uh, having a good game, uh, we wind up them by almost what uh, like almost Twenty 30, right?
1: twenty-seven points, yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: almost thirty, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's it, it, it's it's showing <laughs> us like you know, once we take care of the ball, it, it feels like everything else kind of. Falls in place.
1: That was always the case, was That we always talk, yeah, you know, yeah. that I mean, even though Duke didn't shoot for a high percentage all the time, but if you just the, the points off turnovers, they were given up the fast breaks the other way, the just empty possessions. Um, that really is taking care of it. And uh, uh, they are, um, let, let's talk about Flips' injury for a second. Yeah, I want to make sure I get back to that because that's that's a big thing here, too. Uh, he looks like he's going to be okay. I did talk to him in the post game locker room and uh jose uh, fonseca had him, had him had his ankle wrapped in in ice he had it elevated sit on a chair while he was doing the interviews with us uh, of course he came back and played he thinks he's going to be okay um it was really scary there when he got hurt it looked bad because he got helped off the court and then uh you know jose got right at it and i saw him take his shoe off and, and immediately retape it. And i thought okay this is probably going to be okay then right because if it was something worse he'd be right. taking
0: him right right taking uh, him back yeah
1: yeah exactly yeah. So then they retaped him, and he went back and he he tried to run back there in that little area, uh, is you know Greensboro right there in front of the locker, and there's a place to run, and um he seemed okay. So, um I guess you always worry about the day after the injury if it's going to swell up or all that, but uh they they said they had a plan for overnight. Um, again, you you're familiar with that how they uh, the sports medicine works, uh you don't you don't just take an aspirin to go to bed, right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Uh, Hopefully he he got some sleep. I mean, I'm sure it was an uncomfortable sleep where they had his foot up, you know, elevated the whole time. So, you know, if he's a tosser and Turner, he couldn't do that last night. So, you know, sacrifice a little bit just for us to (laughs) have him, you know, in that game, you know, that sort of speak. But, uh, yeah, I'm sure uh, they had a a great plan for him to – Try to keep the uh, the swelling down as much as they could because you know obviously everybody's body act, reacts differently to certain situations. But when that play happened, I was looking at it and I'm like, I right, I saw the first one and I'm like, he twisted ankles twice in the same play. Whereas like, oh the first one ain't that bad. Oh, okay, I see I see where it happened now. Yeah, yeah that, that, that the like, collision you know, right with right Blake right. right. Yeah. so I was like, oh, just just. Tough it out, you know. You played too well to start this game, you know. Tough it out. Hopefully, it's not serious, and you know, uh, showing the, the competitor that he is. You know, he came back out, and um, like you said, with Jose he was in the back in the tunnel, kind of running back and forth, jumping up and down, trying to test that thing. And then uh, he came out. His first shot was a little off because you know, uh, you know how it. Is, you know, you don't really trust it right away. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, he kind of kind of got into the motion of the game, and sometimes you know that helps you forget about what's going on with Your body, and then all of a sudden, oh, yeah, I am back, I am yeah. good. And then he was back in the motion, you know. I think Let's he play from eight, eight, eight for ten, I think he was, uh, from the field. And yeah, he, good after that,
1: <laughs> really efficient
0: day for sure, so, <laughs> right? Right,
1: um, now that uh, Duke moves to the semifinals, they're going to play Miami. This is important. Uh, there was a lot of talk in the post game locker room about what happened last time they played Miami. Obviously, Duke beat Miami and Cameron by two. And that was a game where they didn't have Roach. Um, And that was really before the team obviously found its footing. But that was an important win. Uh, And then they went to Miami and just got drilled uh, by 22. It was kind of like what Duke did to Pitt yesterday is what Pitt Miami did to Duke back then. We all remember it. And the players remember it. Um, They remember, you know, Miami had – they had a lot of students there that day. They rushed the court. Uh, uh lively and Proctor and Mitchell uh must we' talking about how they had a party you know they they had a, they had a big party on beating us and that didn't sit well with us and um you know it should and it shouldn't right that you want that to burn and they don't want to get as lively said they punked us and we we're not going to get punked again so here we go semifinals let's do it right
0: yeah I mean hopefully uh the revenge tour you know continues with this as well um you know uh, it's crazy because you said Roach didn't play that first game. You know, Roach didn't play against Pitt the first game either. You know, uh, when uh, we played uh, earlier this year, right? He, yeah, he was out. He was out there in that time too. So yes, yes. Um, so with us now playing against uh, potentially you know two two teams that we need to get revenge on could be Virginia, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, could or be Clemson. Virginia, well, either either or either or yes. So, That's right. Uh, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, one, we kind of, you know, look at our our team, you know, in front of us and then kind of go from there. But yeah, for us to play against, you know, Miami, how they embarrassed us down there at, at Miami. I mean, anytime a team beats Duke on their home floor, it's always the same thing where, you know, it's. It's almost like a surprise for them, you know, that's why they rush the court and that's why they, you know, celebrate those big parties and yeah. bonfires on the campus and things like that, whatever. So it's it's the same story, you know,
1: right. it doesn't happen
0: often, but you know, when it does happen, you know, I understand, you know, people get all excited about it, you know, that type thing, but right, uh, but but remember, <laughs> you know, for Duke teams, you know, they're gonna had that in the back of their mind. It's going to be like kind of burning in their memory. Like, Oh, okay. Okay. All right. All right. I see how you did. <laughs> y'all still got to come to our place or we still got to play y'all somewhere down the line. So just know it's going to come back to you. <laughs> right.
1: Especially for right. these freshmen who haven't yeah. been through it before. You can tell right.
0: them. Yeah. Every time dude
1: comes to town, it's the big circus and they're going to, as coach K always said, it's always t-shirt night when we come to town or whatever, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, that's the way it is. I've been on the road. You, you've been there. I've been on the road enough times. Mm-hmm. I see what happens and that's the game. Miami had their, their biggest student attendance of the year because Duke right. was coming right. on a big Monday night. Um, right. By the way, I think I misspoke. I think Roach did play in the first game against Miami if I remember. That was his first game back from after oh, he was
0: on. Yeah, I want to make sure. Change. Yeah, okay. set the yeah.
1: record straight on that. He did play. Okay. But uh, right. anyway, um, that was still an important win when they weren't really their best team. That was my point. Um, but, but the revenge tour that's the thing right now these guys are motivated and they're playing better than anybody in the conference cuz miami yesterday against wake had a big lead and they almost got away from them they wake had some wake, wake made a couple of free throws
0: right they would have right, won that game right.
1: they missed a lot of free throws so
0: right um, i mean it's a, it's a testament to how <laughs> acc's been you know like yeah. any any night could be a Funky, you know, <laughs> wow, exciting night. You know, you, you never know what to expect, you know. And that, that's something that uh, I'm hoping that it, it holds true for this game too because, you know, um, for Miami, post be, you know, quote, unquote, the better team, you know, because of rankings, mm-hmm. you know, but we're playing really well. So those rankings don't really mean as much, at least to me, um, just as long as we continue to be unselfish and uh, share the ball like we, we've been doing. You know, obviously, you know, it's a great plus if we actually, you know, shoot the ball like that again. I think it was a 62, 62 uh, from uh, two and 42 from three. Yes. I mean, if we can get some more games like that, I mean, I'm not going to say, you know, <laughs> no to that, but, you know, the fact that, you know, our defense is playing well, we're getting out in transition we running running the, the ball back down the other team's throat, you know, it's just, it's, it's, like I said, it just reminds me of uh, the old Duke teams where we just kind of get out and go and run and. You know, the offense is – I mean, we scored with 96 points. You know, yes. 96 In an ACC points. game, right. This In an ACC games. game. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it might have been like, – is it the highest uh, points uh, for this tournament so far? Uh, Yes. Yeah, I, I believe so. And then, um, shoot, we had uh, everybody except for three guys. You know, we emptied the bench. You know, only three guys didn't score them in the game. You know, that's, right. that's crazy. Like we had, well, I think it's like eleven players that scored. Uh, you know, at least two points in the game, which is right. You know, a crazy you know stat in itself, though. Jaden Shoot got in there. He he blocked mm-hmm. he blocked a shot. I mean,
1: he yeah, blocked a he shot. Did. Remember yeah, that? He did. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the ninety six points for Duke are a season high. Twenty seven assists are a season high shot 62.1%, which is also a season high. So, okay. uh that's the best offense they've played, you know, all year and uh 27 assists was an ACC tournament record. Uh 96 points is the most points Duke has scored in an ACC tournament game since 1999. So, this okay. was a, a a performance uh day for Duke, for sure. Um and uh now they want to try to repeat that against Miami tonight. So, we'll see. Uh, I know the motivations there for sure. Um, and looking at the bracket stuff, like as Duke tries to move up, and mm-hmm. you know the, the goal obviously is to stay here at Greensboro for the first weekend. That's the right. That's what right. you want. Uh, this morning, Duke moved up to number 19, and the lead is net NCAA net, uh, which puts them right on the edge of maybe a five, five or a four seed, a five seed now. I guess they would be if they're 19, um, if the committee goes by that, and uh, that's. They're moving up, and there's some chatter here in Greensboro that if Duke can win the ACC championship and beat Virginia, uh, they might move ahead of them. Uh, Virginia is kind of been slotted at Greensboro as one of the top seeds here, along with t- Tennessee is going to come from the other side. Uh, uh, so if Duke can get past Virginia, maybe Duke can stay here, Virginia gets shipped out. So that would be nice to play here two weekends in a row, right? It's kind of like right, a right. second home court a little bit.
0: Yeah, I mean, it would be great. I mean, for us to actually play uh, this this weekend and actually win, and then come back next weekend, we already know the rims, we already know the the locker room, we already know how the layout is. You know, it's yeah. so it, it'd be kind of like you no know, another comfort level for us if we actually you know be able to do that versus going into a new gym trying to learn the gym and how the you know the ball works when they shoot the ball on different rims and things like that. So, but yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, but first. So got take first care of Miami. First. Yes. First guy take care of Miami. Remember uh I just John just played uh the last game at Miami over and over again you know, on the bus, you know, in the <laughs> team uh meals and <laughs> just having the background, just make sure they think about it the whole time. Cause like um the way that uh, we had uh started the revenge tour, you know, um the last two home games, I believe, uh of the regular season. Virginia you
1: know, Tech it, and NC State.
0: Yeah, let it continue for this game, and hopefully let it continue for the potential game as well.
1: Yeah, exactly. It sets her up really nicely, uh, for mm-hmm. sure. Because yeah, either Virginia or Clemson, you know, those are two games Duke lost on the road. They didn't have a chance to play them given home. And um, as we talked before, when when Duke loses the game, they they normally win the next one against the team uh, over the last. You know, there's been three times they haven't, but every time it's been at Cameron they've won. Uh, and this is not at Cameron, but it's close. So. it's close (laughs) close,
0: close, yeah (laughs) will
1: see that all right Um, well good that'll that'll do it for this quick edition uh, uh, talking about the ACC tournament and the big win over Pitts set with the game with Miami Uh, hopefully uh, if if Duke wins tonight we'll have another edition tomorrow setting up the ACC title game so make sure and look for that that'll be a special edition and then we'll uh, then Sunday we'll be talking about brackets and everything where Duke's going and all that that's kind of our little schedule here letting everybody know Uh, we appreciate all of our regular listeners um, we're going to, again, This is some, um, it, uh, uh, unusual time for posting things, but that's, that's the way March is. We're going to kind of right, go right. Uh, as the schedule. It's not the usual deal. So they're playing just about every day. So we're going to try to get, share our insights with everybody and keep everybody up to date on the blue devil. So thanks everybody for listening. Um, have a great, great Friday and, uh, enjoy the game tonight. And, uh, if things go well for Duke, we'll be joining you tomorrow and mm-hmm. we'll join you Sunday and we'll talk about the. Uh, the brackets and where Duke's going. So thanks everybody for joining us on the Believe in Duke podcast sponsored by betonline.ad. All
0: right, let's go, Duke.